Jimmy's got another number for us. It's some kind of special. I hope that this is okay. I'm, it's I'm okay. A bit Believe about me, this. on this show, anything goes. Is that right? This is cable television at its best, at its late night best. And Mike, this song's for you, pal. I'm Take ready. It well, I packed my bags and bought myself a ticket to the land of the tall palm trees. Aloha, old Milwaukee. Hello, Waikiki. Well, I just stepped down from the airplane. Then I heard her say, a whack a whack a nuka lick a whack a whack a nuka lick a would you like a lay? Hey, let's talk dirty in Hawaiian. Whisper in my ear, it's a kika puka makawakwahini. Are the words I long to hear? Lay your coconut on my tiki. What the heck, mooga mooga dear? Everybody now, let's talk dirty in Hawaiian. <laughs> Say the words I long to hear. It's a ukulele, Honolulu sunset. Just listen to the grass skirt sway. Drinking rum from a pineapple out on Honolulu Bay. Steel guitars are playing while she's talking with her hands. I give me, give me okadoka, make a wish I want to poke. I hope she understands. Well, let's talk dirty in Hawaiian. Whisper in my ear. Akika puka makawakwahini are the words I long to hear. Lay your coconut on my tiki. What the heck, a mooga mooga dear? You know, my folks are really proud. <laughs> let's talk dirty in Hawaiian. Say the words I long to hear. Right, Jimmy Salestrom. Uh, yeah. Great I'm not job. Quite done. Yeah. No, I'm not quite done. Now wait, is there another? How, yeah. how much longer we got here? Go ahead. One more verse. Go, Go ahead. ahead. Go ahead. Do it. Well, I bought a lot of junk with my moolah. Sorry. Send it to the folks back home. Never had a chance to dance the hula. I guess I should have known. Uh, Talking to the little sweet wahinis underneath the pale moonlight. Anakaraka, what I said, Rakanaka, Sisboombaka, there. I said it right. Well, let's talk dirty in Hawaiian. Whisper in my ear. Akika Puka Makawakwahini are the words I long to hear. Lay your coconut on my tiki. What the heck, a mooga mooga, dear? Oh, let's talk dirty in Hawaiian. Say the words I long to hear. Oh, let's talk dirty in Hawaiian. Say the words I long. This is a wacky world. You did a great job. Jimmy Salesstrom, he hey. toured with Dolly Parton. Mike, what'd you think of that? Jimmy, Jimmy, that's the only Jimmy I've ever heard that or seen that's more talented than you. Oh, thank you so much. Hey, Mike. Hey, what? You, uh, what would you give me to jump in that pool behind us? Would you give I me would Friday give off? You, I would, would give, give you Friday off? I'll, yeah. I'll you give, give me you Friday, Friday off? And I'll give you five bucks on top of it. Five bucks on Friday off by jump in the pool? You gotta strip down to your skivvies, jump in the pool. I'm not gonna strip down to my skivvies, but I will jump in the pool. All right, let, I, let's, see. Right. let's see if he's got he's the serious. guts to do this. Let's see. You know, he doesn't know this, but he's really an idiot. Oh. <laughs> he, he 
really is. Time to use this okay. gun. And then the hairpiece floated to the top. <laughs> it's a holiday in there. That's better than it. He swims like my dad. Time to use this gun. Oh my god. I really wish I was down there with good old Jimmy. I'm not going to lose the Happy River. You know, I'd rather be, I'd rather be down there with too. Jimmy than up here with all you nice people in the control room and Howard at home picking his toes. We'll be right back after this on Sprint World, the late edition. We're live. That's what I was waiting for. That's what you want. It's, a, it's nice to be alive, isn't it? Hi, everybody. Live from the Summit Lounge. This is a special edition of In the Weeds with Jimmy Young. And I am so happy to be joined by a very old friend, Mike Adams. How old is you? <laughs> I, I, I'm so old. My, uh, my last birthday, the candles cost more than the cake. There you go. That's it. And I'm also really happy to have alongside James Winnaker from Berkshire Roots. With locations in Pittsfield and East Boston, Massachusetts. Hello, James. Nicely done, Jimmy. Thank you for that. That's good. Well, you know, there is some professional built in me somehow, some way. And by the way, you have to be a pro to be listening to a delay while you're hosting a show. And there's no way around it. Or you get to listen to yourself, which is always good. That's right. That's right. All right. So we now have our feed now live. We apologize for the 30-minute delay. But we're here, and that's the most important thing, right? Because this is the only cannabis social lounge in the state of Massachusetts, and it does allow consumption. However, since we're on our full network now, we will not be consuming until about 20 minutes from now, and then we'll break it up, and then you'll only be able to see it on ProCannabisMedia.com or Twitch.tv backslash ProCannabisMedia.com. Meanwhile, we got all this stuff in front of us. Like, it's, the temptation is right here. Right there. It's crazy. Right there. So why don't you pretend you're the host and interview James and ask him all about the okay. heavy metal. I, I can do that. James, first of all, first of all, the heavy metal logo is a yes. beautiful thing. Yes. And, and, and it's on all of your different things here. What's in here? So that's a vape cartridge. Okay, I know what that is. You mean yep. does it look like this? That's the cart. Okay. Yep. And uh, what flavor is that? What? Uh... So we started this whole thing with three brand new strains of flour. Yep. So everything's derived from the flour. So we have a platinum garlic, strawberry fritter, and a Tropicana banana. Tropicana <laughs> banana. Yeah. Hey, that has appeal. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh my. I'm sorry. Yeah. Now, what is this? I still apologize, Mike. A single blunt in there. But a big box. Yeah, so we created this experience with our partners, Heavy Metal, so that you get a bunch of stuff when you open that box. So each of those boxes has a little collectible card in it. Oh, nice. This one's from the 1981 Tarna character that was in the movie, Heavy Metal. Yep. And on the back's a QR code, so that'll take you to BirchereRoots.com. There's some special stuff if you buy this product that you can get. And inside the drawer is another piece of art. So we really wanted to make nice. this whole collection collectible, collectible packaging, collectible cards, yeah. and experience. Can I can I interject a question here? 
your show, I suppose. Thank you, Jay. <laughs> right. I guess so. I guess so. No, 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 no. I want to talk about the packaging, and I'm not going to. I'm not going to say anything about heavy metal because this is their packaging, correct? Well, it's our packaging and collaboration with heavy metal. There's, it's, there's another product out there that has a similar open the box thing with these two D things. Oh, sure, yeah, yeah. We didn't invent the box. Right. So you you push them. You wait. You didn't invent the box because I invented the wheel. So this works. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. I'll probably never get any money out of Fernway anyway. But their cartridges have a very similar situation, and I have to take a a knife. We just did that one. Well, this is because this is obviously better. That's what's going. I like you. Figure out a way to make it work. Tell you guys. I hate the Fernway. Oh, well, you'll the never. The product isn't bad. The Fernway is the wrong way. <laughs> hey, all right, just don't ask me about my package, okay? <laughs> and how difficult is that to open? <laughs> it's almost it get open. <laughs> almost impossible right now. Uh, but no, it's that, this is really really well done though. Now, what's this thing though? So we do in Virtue Roots a round chew. So we have two different flavors of chews that come in that tin. So you open that up, Mikey, so, to see more artwork. There's more artwork in there. Yeah. So beautiful artwork from the heavy metal collection is incorporated in all the packages. And these are these are uh, chews. Chews. Yeah. Like in other words, like the like the nicotine chews guys use when they play baseball. If, <laughs> and you know, and it, and it's got. Uh, or you just chew it. Oh, oh yeah. Or you can chew it. Okay. <laughs> and it exudes uh, uh, cannabinoids. Absolutely. Nice. Yeah. This nice. Our, uh, concentrate Jimmy, pot. this guy's great. I told you he's great. <laughs> he's great. He's got all this cool stuff. I love this guy. He does, now, wait. What he, what he hasn't talked about, can I talk about this now? Sure. Because Andrew's here. And if I don't talk about his product, he's going to get hurt. And he's watching us. All right. So, Mike, <laughs> I try not to smoke as much as I used to because that was the only way we couldn't buy back in the yeah, day. Right? Sure. All right. This is uh, a Yellow Labs. It's the Relax Mist. I'm going to take one for the team here. This is actually on me. Yeah. See that? Nice. What'd you waste it for? Went over there. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. There you go. It's like banaca, only your breath still and, smells the same and, and you feel better. Sorry. <laughs> so it's three milligrams of THC under your tongue, fast acting and long lasting. And it's the quickest onset of anything that I found out there, including edibles and, and other tinctures, and it's just like going outside, smoking a joint right. with some friends, and you, just, you know, I'll pass this around, but you get what I'm saying. You, wait, you, st you still have friends? Because I don't. No, let me ask you something. Is that yours? Yes. Where'd you get it? At Gertrude's? He bought it from us. Some carrier. Give me that. Give me that. I'm going to test this out myself. Yes, you'll like it. So we I had, have to wait 20 minutes, though. Well, you know what, at this point... Uh, we met Yellow Labs about a year ago. I was fascinated by the that's product. That's great! He said, we'd love to make this and distribute it in Massachusetts, and here we are yeah. in market. I am learning so much. I've been here five minutes, and I've already learned so much that i, I got to make a trip to your place. Because yes. Look at all this stuff. He's Boston. I love that you said that. Unbelievable. Because... You know, deep down, I've always wanted to be a teacher and a coach. Right. That's in my soul. Right. I've done it for nothing for a long time. I coached soccer for 35 years. I made 1500 bucks for one season of varsity soccer at high school. Yeah. So I love teaching and, and sharing my experiences. So the fact that I've done over 400 interviews in the last two and a half years or so. Right. I've learned quite a bit. 
Well, every time you learn something, you, these bells go off. There you go. That's designed to get everybody's attention to understand that we're actually doing a talk show here. Yeah. So if you're going to talk, Hi, everybody. go down to the other level. No, no, no. That's okay. <laughs> we can't even hear you over here. Hey, by the way, this also brings the desk clerk out. You get your you get your room and your room key. Yeah. I knew he'd like the bells. Can I get extra towels, please? Can I get some? Hello, I need towels in room 476. Yeah, towels. Totally lost. And oh, this is also a good time. <laughs> good time because I'm now relaxing, I think, because I had my relaxed relax. spray. Yes. Right? Maybe I should have had it this, about a half an hour ago. Is, I I believe, half yeah. an hour ago would have been good. Yeah. I got news for you. This is leaving with me. Yeah. Okay. This is a, this is a, uh, <laughs> what did she say? I said, this it's, is leaving with me, this you know, little misty. Fander's here. I hope he has something for you. Otherwise, I'll be happy. No, no, no. Anyway, I got. I'm holding up a product. I can see that. All right, have you, you ever had a Carson. good feel? Not yet. Have you ever had a good feel? Yes. Um, I mean, I might as well have just done that. I mean, you were going to do that, right? Of course, Great man. Right. It's a cannabis infused seltzer. Cannabis infused seltzer from our friend Jason Raposa of Goodfields, and I want to thank him personally for donating these this product and a few other products that we're going to be giving away. Once we actually get into the whole show and we're giving out contest questions and what have you. And How many milligrams uh, of, T of THC? Well, according to Massachusetts compliance, James. Well, I don't know what theirs are because it could be less. Do you know if it's 100 milligrams? It's still no, it's it's five, five, right? Yeah. It's yeah. Five. So it's a full beverage product. Some are actually you would drink part of it t-shirt yeah yeah right okay. that's a full beverage product okay, so you can drink that, that whole thing you get five correct you get five milligrams. yeah okay right and you need and you would need five of them to get 25 milligrams <laughs> which will really get you wasted okay yeah we notice how good of course he's okay. good at math he's we do have that product at Berkshire right. and, and so we've discovered wait a minute, hold on five times five is 25 we found that out i knew the bells would be big hit yeah uh Here's an interesting anecdote, though, and I'm going to, you understand this. I hope. I'm going to take this up. We'll right be here. the judge so I, if it's interesting. Okay. Yeah, but go ahead. So what Jason once told me <laughs> is that he has a friend who's an oncologist. As we know, it's a cancer doctor. Right. A lot of cancer patients out there need a lot more than five milligrams to handle the chemotherapy side of it. Right. Okay. And he's, the doctors are telling him, we would love it if you guys could come up with a concentrate that can be put into any beverage. And sure enough, Jason now has a concentrate that drops, which by the way, sitting in my apartment because I forgot it, but I was gonna bring it. <laughs> well, I nice, gonna bring it. Well, I picked it up nice going, Ex Jimmy. Sorry, I picked it up at the Expo Canada down at Expo, <laughs> Expo Connecticut down at uh, Mohegan Sun. Yeah. Um, uh, we'll be talking about that in a little later. Yeah. But, um, you but know, you so you, you said oncologist. It reminded me that I have, I now have at my age, a proctologist. And guess what? When I go to him, I'm so ugly. When I go to him, he sticks his thumbs in my mouth. I'm serious. All right, I'm kidding. Of course you are. Of course you are. All right, I'm kidding. You've been serious your whole life. You know who the greatest major league baseball proctologist was? No, Mike. Who is the greatest baseball proctologist? Albert Pujols. <laughs> he, he took over for Three Finger Brown. Right. Now, now I'm going to say something here. One of the things I've noticed, James, are yeah. you a sports fan? I am. Of course yeah. you are. Yeah. I was a Planet Mikey fan for many years. Of course. Oh, so now, you're, now you know, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. 
So he's heard all this before. <laughs> right, no, but it is it is um a thing that I keep hearing from the cannabis community. They're not all sports fans. In fact, few, there's a smaller percentage of cannabis culture followers okay. that are sports fans. And then I try to explain to them, I said, but you want to understand, there's plenty of sports fans for cannabis fans. Oh, so please. Right? Yeah. There's plenty Absolutely. of athletes. Athletes. I, that's exactly where I was going, James. How did you know that? And a little bit, I'm hoping a little bit later on, now that we've figured out our Zoom situation, situation, situation. Uh, we will uh, be able to talk to a few people, including maybe Dave Briggs out of New York City. Dave has interviewed all the biggest names in sports or were in sports yep. that are in the cannabis business. Calvin Johnson and Robbie Sims, they yep. are very primitive out of Michigan. Paul Pierce, the truth. David Ortiz. Well, the request has been made to David Ortiz's people. Yeah. Someone should get Bill Lee, my best man in my wedding, the first guy ever to admit that he used cannabis. And they asked him, he was on the cover of High Times magazine. They said, Bill, what if Bowie Kuhn, the, the commissioner of baseball, find everybody $250 each that said they use cannabis. And Bill said, he'd be a very rich man. Because <laughs> he was he got in trouble for that. I, I know my history of sports, yeah, Mr. Adam. Was in the you know, 80s. You know? And uh, I also knew that my uh, you and Bill are tight. And I didn't even ask you to bring him because I wanted you to experience He's it. in California, right? Then he wouldn't have been able to make it anyway. Right. Or we could have Zoomed with him. But maybe, maybe we're doing four more of these shows this year. He'd be a lunch. great guest because you know, he he can talk about cannabis like nobody's business. Well, he grows it in Vermont, right? Well, no, he doesn't grow it. He smokes it in Vermont. <laughs> he's not growing it? Yeah, he's, he, doesn't need this. he grows potatoes and stuff like that. Dr. Levy alone's here. He's a grower. And he's, he's actually, I think he's sharing his goods with everybody. That, that's one of our that's because we're at the summit lounge where that's what's going on baby so cannabis and sport i mean i i it, it yeah. bothers me and i'm trying good recovery products the nba just dropped their testing requirement yeah, they did my understanding is it's not actually, just that they drop the testing yeah they're encouraging their athletes to invest in the industry right they're allowing them to be part and you know of how many good jobs i would have had if they stopped dropped the testing back in the broadcasting industry 10 20 years ago well you know mike uh we were going to talk about that now, I, I think since we're a little late i'm going to hold that commit question questions again i'm back to my mixed men and bullshit in my yeah. um <laughs> and i'm going to come back to you with that because you do have a story about being busted for cannabis during your time at NECN. yeah that's right but you know what? The thing is that the testing has been going on for a long time. And when they used to ask you for a urine specimen to test to see if you use cannabis, one time I asked my first wife if I could, I use, if I, if I could use if I could use her, her urine for my for my test. Yeah. So she reluctantly gave me the urine to give to the doctor. Oh, no. And then I had a nightmare that night thinking, OK, they're going to say to me, OK, your urine is clean. But you're pregnant and you're a woman. <laughs> I mean, are you kidding me? But that, I woke up from that nightmare. That's right. All right. So, James, uh, I want to thank you, A, for patience, support, um, and friendship. I really am. I'm going on record as saying that, and I appreciate it. Appreciate that. Too. And I, I think you said you want to be on the rest of these shows over the next uh, 
too much. Yeah, so we, Birch Roots, have our own stuff, but we're also partnering with people like Yellow Labs and a whole other bunch of well, people that we want to bring on. Actually, that's why I, when I did that little video I shared with you, I, we don't yeah. want to call it a commercial, but it was. I said they carry exclusive products in the state. I think that is a differentiator yeah. for your destination dispensary. Unique products, things that you know we don't normally see in the world. We're going to start manufacturing, distributing with four other partners that we're bringing to market. But tell me where your where your locations are, and tell the audience. I, I, I want I want to hear it from him because I, I don't, I'm not sure I believe you. <laughs> Where, where are your locations again? So Pittsfield, our main location. That's where we do all our cultivation manufacturing. In Pittsfield. We have a dispensary out there, yep. both medical and recreational. East Boston is our second store, right near the airport. Yep. So we have adult use now. We're going through the process to add medical. So no, East the, Boston will be close to you. The one in Pittsfield, is that, does that serve the greater Lee community as well? <laughs> now, here's the other thing. Did, did Arlo Guthrie ever come in and buy any weed from you guys? Uh we actually do something in the Berkshires with that Arlo Guthrie Trail program. I had six Heinekens with him one night. He's yeah. great. Oh, yeah. He's a he's great playing, kid. He's in Boston. He's playing a city winery this year. Oh, really? Yeah. You know, never mind. You can get anything you want at Alice's restaurant. <laughs> anything. Anything. Except an Alice. Except an Alice. Except an Alice. Uh, this guy's on. Right. Can I tell you something? We have just alienated everybody under the age of 50. <laughs> they have no idea who Alice is. Good, because they... <laughs> All those young people deserve it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Hey, tell, tell you what, James, thank you. You're welcome. I want to bring you. you another guest, but yes. we're going to take our first break. And this is a big test. This, okay. is, the, this is the broadcasting signal for break. Right. <laughs> this is the break. So, Dan, we're going to take a break and we're going to come back to live from the summit in just a few minutes. But we're going to leave you with some special flashback videos from our world. And our life. See you in a few. Coming up on Sports World Tonight, the Red Sox finally blow up. When the ashes settle, the Orioles were Berto Alomar as a career day. Could this be Mario Lemieux's last game in a Pittsburgh Penguin uniform? Or do the Pens live for another Mario Day against the Flyers? The NBA playoffs move into their first big weekend. Will there be more upsets? Oh! There you go. Oh! Yo. And hey, if you were wondering where Tiger Woods is, he was at the Whalen Golf Academy today for Demo Day. We teed up for 90 minutes on Sports World Next. That one. No club in the world is going to change that swing. <laughs> oh, what fun you have on a golf course. Hi, everyone. Welcome to one more Saturday night edition of Sports World. I'm Jimmy Young, your host for the next 90 minutes. Berkshire Roots is a destination dispensary with two locations in Massachusetts, one in Pittsfield in the middle of the Berkshires and one in East Boston, just five minutes from Logan Airport. Both locations have tremendous selections showcasing exclusive brands. Berkshire Roots is always on the lookout to discover and create new products. Check them out or order ahead at BerkshireRoots.com.
Sativa Labs in Westfield is fast becoming the number one testing lab for cannabis in Western Massachusetts. Sativa understands the importance for accurate on-time test results for your product. That's why their current compliance panel turnaround time is less than two days. That's Sativa Labs in Westfield. For more information, go to Safetiva.com. It's a whole new world of weed out there, isn't it? Everyone is learning new ways to titrate, ingest, consume, imbibe, and engage with this plant medicine we call cannabis. Hi, I'm Jimmy Young, the founder of Pro Cannabis Media and the host of In the Weeds, and once in a while, the really live business cannabis talk show we call Green Rush on Friday afternoons from 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern. Now let me tell you my cannabis story. You know, I've had four major surgeries in the past 23 years and suffer from osteoarthritis with a variety of metal parts in my body and one on deck. Now, thanks to those chronic pain issues, I've been a medical patient in Massachusetts for almost 10 years now. I remember my first trip to a dispensary just outside of Boston and I told the bud tender I didn't want to smoke it anymore. So. I tried edibles, then tinctures, then vaping, and now, if I'm going to smoke, I only use the Weejits filtration system. What? The Weejits.com, Weejits, that's weed, W-E-E-D, G-E-T-S.com, is where you'll find the planet's coolest product that cools the smoke from everyone's favorite flower. The guy that started this was a pretty good medical device manufacturer, and he created this maze pipe that cools the smoking process from 1300 degrees Fahrenheit upon inflammation down to just 90 degrees when it reaches your mouth. That's right, 1300 down to 90. That's why this maze pipe is amazing. So here's how it works. You start with that glass bowl, you flame on, and then you inhale nice and smooth so the smoke goes through three different filtration and cooling systems. Now, if pre-rolls is your thing, you can use the Weejits filter that a pre-roll fits into perfectly. That's right, or even a chillum. The more filters, the smoother the draw. Best of all is the price. You can get all this or one or the other for just a few bucks. It'll cool your smoke and you'll give your lungs a break. Now, add in the code of PCMTV and you get 15% off. So just go to Weejits.com and check out the best way to enjoy a cooler smoke with less coughing and hacking and more peace of mind. All that resin and tar is collected in the polyurethane filters that are easy to clean with soap, water, and a few Q-tips. Your lungs will thank you and so will I. Berkshire Roots is a destination dispensary with two locations in Massachusetts, one in Pittsfield in the middle of the Berkshires and one in East Boston, just five minutes from Logan Airport. Both locations have tremendous selections showcasing exclusive brands. Berkshire Roots is always on the lookout to discover and create new products. Check them out or order ahead at BerkshireRoots.com.
And we're back. And we're back. We're back. We're back. I'm going to take this out of my ear until I need it again. We're back. Welcome back to Live from the Summit. It's a special edition of In the Week with Jimmy Young. That would be moi. I am the founder of Pro Cannabis Media. I think I'm wearing my brand. I am wearing my brand. And I'm so happy to have my buddy, my old buddy, Mike Adams, back with me after all these years of working together at NECN for years. And I'm really happy that we have the support of the industry from people like Megan Dubrow. Who's lovely and charming. And here she is, right here. Safetiva Labs. It's one of the testing labs in, in Western Massachusetts. And, you know, we talked about this when I met you at, uh, when I saw you at Expo Canada down there. Yeah. And she keeps saying Canada. It was in Connecticut, right? It was in Connecticut. Uh, I don't know where you were, but we were in Connecticut. You were in Connecticut. Yeah. I yeah. swear I was there. They've got some Canadians down and there. We talked about the testing labs and the and the interaction with the dispensaries and the growers and how challenging that can be because everybody wants their testing done in like an hour. <laughs> yeah. Seven seconds, right? That's the yeah. distraction, right? That's how everybody's attention span is about seven. Yeah. How challenging is it to meet the deadlines that you have to meet with all that? Well, I'm not making it easy on myself because we are smashing the expectations for turnaround time. So it's a really our own deadline that we've set that we are holding ourselves to. So we don't make it easy on ourselves. Yeah. I was so impressed when I heard that because I know some of the other labs in the state. Yeah. And uh, sometimes it takes a lot longer than that. Yeah. How many how many dispensaries are there that feed your your business? I mean, uh, is there a number that you can say roughly that there's this many? So we don't actually work directly with the dispensaries. We work with the producers who supply the growers. Yeah. So yeah. growers, okay. manufacturers, and we also work with home growers, which is not something that every lab does, but. We, we really feel like consumers, medical patients, home growers, they should all be able to know what's in their product. Sure, yeah. So so somebody who grows their own can can come to you and get a, a, an accurate reading on its uh, potency. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And more importantly, they have to get an accurate reading on their potency because it's by legal, legal law that they have to get that stuff tested. And then, of course, they have to print these freaking labels oh. on all these products. Yeah, for the commercial producers. Yeah. 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 But, but for home growers, it can be really helpful to... If they're sharing with friends, have a certificate that goes along with it to sure. know what's in it, or or to show their their family members who may be sick and you know compromised that it's safe to use. Because in this day and age, people are are uh, a lot more uh, involved in in knowing that information, what's in it, you know what percent, what is the the percentage of THC and and is it indica, is it sativa? There's a lot of information now that no one ever cared about in the past, and that that was kind of stupid of them. But now now that you have access to it. You're the yes. person that would tell them. Now, now, Mike, I'm not going to throw you under the table, but the Indica and Sativa label is the biggest bullshit thing in the industry. Well, but okay. there's some validity to it. No. Yes, there is. There is. Okay, you explain it to okay, me. Okay, so when I want to go to sleep at night, right. I, I will smoke Indica. When I want to go to work in the morning, I will smoke Sativa. And it works just fine for me, the okay. system. And I'm happy it works fine for you because it doesn't for me. It may not for my pal over here or this person over here because everybody is different. Yeah. Right, Megan? Everybody has an endocannabinoid system in them that, that handles all the neurotransmitters, other stuff in your brain, emotions, pain, um, all sorts of... Nice work, Jimmy. 
What's that? Those are some good words. No, the best words are the terpenes, and we're going to have Mike pronounce some of these in a little bit to the next, in the next test. I don't you already quizzed me on tetrahydrocannabinol. Oh, my God. But, but what Mike is talking about is very typical of the first wave yeah. of knowledge in the industry. But, so you're saying that sativa is not a valid term for something that's a, a little less... Uh, what if you the terpenes in, mixed in with the THC and the CBD? He's trying to take the fun out of it for me. He's putting the science in and taking the fun away. I think it used to be relevant. Right. And then the like me. Got, we learn. And then the strains got so mixed that they made the genetically they weren't yeah. different anymore. Yeah, everything's a hybrid. Do you understand? Yeah. And you're a, you're a guinea pig on this too. We're we're undergoing the largest clinical trial of a plant medicine in history right now. Us, everybody who's in this room, because it it impacts everybody differently, and it is the terpenes that are the steering mechanisms that surround the other cannabinoids that we hear about, the CBDs, the CBNs, the CBGs, and the THC. And everybody goes into a dispensary, and what is the key thing that they look for for the buy, Mike? Sativa or indica? Or is it hybrid? Is it a hybrid? Oh, it's a hybrid. I know I'm right down the middle. Should be fine. I should be able to sleep and work on this weed. Okay. No. It's the percentage of THC that you buy. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's it. <laughs> if you're going to get picky about it, but yeah. Like terpenes matter a lot, and they're often not on the label, so it's not even possible for a shopper to necessarily know how to pick about Did you hear what she just said? That's great. We don't list the terpenes on the labels unless the dispensaries list them for you, which some of them do. Yeah, some, some of the manufacturers will put it on there but i mean the labels on these are so small that often they're left out i know i can't even read them without the cannabinoids they don't even list the these these the print the font size on this this yeah. particular item yeah is not conducive to those that are over 50. no i just want to say so i don't care even if you hold it out like this no that doesn't know anything that does nothing yeah it's blurry there yeah blurry no it's, I, I can read it now yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah so you're, 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 you're taking a selfie but tenders have a hard job here we go with smile now <laughs> i'm taking this I, by the way no I, I by the way you can take that one you know why i thought it was empty a couple of days ago <laughs> oh great thanks a lot so it's it's going down to 135 doses in one of those wow in one of those um, things here. I know, you love this. You know, and it's, uh, you shake it up and then you just kind of. Hold on, don't waste the toy. Let me see. Let me see it. Wait a minute, hold on. What is it again? You shake it up and then what? You aim the thing. You see it? Oh, oh like, you like this? And my breath smells terrific. Oh my God. It's so fresh. Thank you very much. Uh, as. By the way, you've never met Mike before, have you? Not you, earlier today. Okay. I, I should have. I think I may have warned you, but I, I apologize if I haven't. But still, one of the funniest guys. I'm harmless. In my life. He is harmless. By the way, I use that line on women all the time. I'm harmless. I, I do that. It's yeah. true, though, isn't it? Right? It's uh, yes. <laughs> and, and by the way, that spray he just used to be rendered me a little more harmless. Yeah. It, it, <laughs> and it, it's. Did you actually take a hit? Yeah, well, it, it, feel it something went under my tongue. Right, you feel it immediately. And the one and it wasn't the Dalai Lama. You know the nine milligrams I took. Oh, 
Okay. I'm sorry. Did you see that? Yes, I got it. I got it. I, I, you know, there's so many things that you, you bring up and say that they're so quick. I know, but you know what? It's like I, I think the Dalai Lama is in more, much more trouble than say Dolly Parton would have been. Yeah. If that same thing happened. Yeah. By the way, big hitter that Dalai Lama. Big hitter. Big hitter. And there are sports fans out that's there. That's right. Yes. Oh. Got just, Big hitter, Dolly. Because people will tell me, oh, Jimmy, you know your cannabis and everything. And then some of my old friends are like, you should really work sports into some of your shows. And I'm like, I don't know. Every time I go to a cannabis conference, I ask, one of the first things I ask, are you a sports fan? And I would say two out of ten. Yeah. That's about it, huh? It's not a, it's not an overlapping Venn diagram between no. oh, At least as far as you know, a lot of these people keep their personal habits quiet. Well, actually, yeah. that's an issue, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. And this so, is one of the things generationally, you know, in my era, you couldn't tell anybody that you smoked weed because they would say, "Oh, he smokes weed." You know, he's a donor. Yeah. He, oh, he's a roster man. You know, that's a compliment. These days, it doesn't matter, but yeah. but people still have those same standards of don't tell anybody. Right, yeah. don't, right, and and people are still afraid actually to go into dispensary or be seen in a dispensary. Yeah, right. Yeah, I have no obviously. I have no. In fact, I like going into dispensaries because nobody knows who I am. Yeah, it can be embarrassing when they wake you up in the morning and you're still there. <laughs> you know. It's time to go home, buddy. Oh, I just did some indica. Oh, wait, terpenes, terpenes. And it's really out of my mouth, man. It's really out of my mouth. Terpenes. Oh, big hitter. Uh, Megan, what is the biggest <laughs> challenge for the testing lab? Is it the amount that you guys have to deal with more than anything um, else? Is it filling the scientific roles? I mean, getting I mean, the right help? Okay, so it is. Get, you just listed so many great things. Getting, getting the right team is so crucial. Um, what we do is a lot harder than it seems. It's not like we just put a sample in and it spits out a result. It's, there's a lot more that goes into it. But I think the hardest thing that um, that I didn't anticipate was um, being an ethical business where we really pride ourselves in doing good science and then competing in an industry that rewards dishonesty and um, it, it's, it's hard. Yeah, you don't want to be a part of that. And 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 to, to, no, to be to be credible in it, you have to have that credibility, don't you? Yeah, you have to, because otherwise, what you're doing is 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 a, is, a, is an exercise in futility. But somebody's got to be responsible for giving the right information, yeah. right? And that's you. And, yeah. and you know what? That's great. That's it's you great. too, Jimmy. No, 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 no. Hang on a second. I'm pro cannabis. Remember that. And I only <laughs> give the information that's told me. That's right. Right. So if somebody tells me a lie, I'm going to report the lie because I depend on sources, just like we used to depend on sources sure. when we were actually paid journalists. Remember those? I days? do remember that. <laughs> paid, we were paid quite handsomely too. You were handsome. I was not handsome. I, you know what? I love the overtime. That was the best part. Yeah. Well, that's why you ran your show for 90 minutes instead of 60. <laughs> you like the overtime. <laughs> Even, even in we the just last, ran that by the we just ran that open. But I would go, we're here for the next ninety minutes. Even if in the last thirty, you didn't say anything new from the first sixty. That's right. You know. Um, wait, I have another thing I want to ask. Oh, um, have you ever? You don't have to answer this if you're not comfortable answering it. Have you ever been offered um, changes to your results, and or do you know in the industry if people do that 
How's that? I, I know in the industry that that happens. Yeah. I have never personally encountered it, yep. but um, there's a lot of moving around of employees and you know we're at trade shows talking to people all the time so we hear everything right. and there are patterns that start emerging right. um but no i've never no i think i think i've been very vocal about who we are and what we stand for yeah. that no one would ever so you're, you you've made yourself bribe proof yeah, yeah. you know well you would you would hope all of us are in this kind of an industry that's dealing with the medicine and people's wellness this is what this is what i want to see this is a medicine, Mike. Yeah. Uh, tell me. Are you kidding me? I, I, at night when it, uh, my insomnia kicks in, correct? It's cannabis. I go turn to when my lower back pain. You know, I, I hurt my back doing crazy chandelier sex with the Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders. I, you, I, I told you that story. I, I told you that story. Uh, I mean, it was almost hospital for life for me, but instead, I mean, I got back pain now, and I and I use cannabis to. Sit. To solve that problem, right. and uh, I, and I, it, to me, that's a natural thing. You know, Loby, our friend Bob Lobel, he's got spinal stenosis, knee replacements, hip replacements. He doesn't. He didn't want to be addicted to to uh, opioids, right. so he he did does edibles, and it has helped him through the hardest part right. of his life. He was the first public figure in the Boston area. Second public Second. figure in the Boston area to come out of the cannabis closet and admit, and he was the first one at Decan. In fact, I think he was the keynote speaker yep. at the first ever. Great guy, love we love, we love, 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 Trust me, he was on the speed dial. I was going to call him, but you know what? I'm really glad we're, we haven't even taken a Zoom call yet, and I can tell you it's going to be a challenge with our little ear situation here. But we're going to figure it out, and we do have some people that are there, and. Um, it looks like we have a chat room open too, which is interesting. Oh, no, on Zoom. It's not, I'm not looking. There's so many different things going on here. And now I'm under the influence. I can be. <laughs> <laughs> this, this, this yellow lab spritz is the absolute Give me that. best product I have ever. That's funny now. You know, there's one person from NECN that might show up here that you might be really happy to see. Who's that? I'm not going to tell you. It's not Phil Balboni, is no, it? it you don't know how old he is now? No. He just turned, I think he's over 80. Serious? I think he is, yeah. Wow. You yeah. know, I he's so old now, he goes out to dinner, they make him pay up front. <laughs> I don't know about you, but his credit's better than yours and mine. Yeah, that's that's good. <laughs> he, he owns some of New England cable news stock. Yes, please. Yeah, yeah. That's that, little, that, little, that little channel that we started way back when. All right, I know um, Eric Robichaud is here next. I'm going to get him up here. But Megan... Thank you. Thank you Joe. for the support. Thank you for what you do in this industry. It's so important. Okay. And thank you for your integrity because that is not something we see a lot of. And I might add that there are a lot of people out there with a lot of money trying to change those test results. Yeah. Yeah. Not a safety button. I actually think we is probably the biggest disease in our society today. Greed? Yeah. Really? Yeah, don't tell By me. By the way, what are, you gonna, what are you going to do with these uh, things? These samples? Uh, uh, I did fast. <laughs> oh, great. Great. Yes, that's right. <laughs> All right. Uh, Safe Labs out in Westfield. Check it out. If you have, if you happen to be a home grower, they take it. How much do you pay, um, charge a home grower to it's, get their stuff? It's at? 50 bucks for cannabinoids, $25 for terpenes. Yeah. And has anybody ever broken the, the chart? Like the best home grower you've ever had? Yes. Yeah. Is he in this room? Um, 
Uh, one of them is in this room. Yes. yes. All right. All right. Would you line me up for a discussion with that person as soon as this is over? Yeah, yeah. I'll I'll be happy to introuce you to him because he's you know I, just real quick. Yes. Home growers make fantastic products. Some of the best stuff we see comes from home growers. And yep. again, that tells you something about the industry. You've got multi-state operators, yep. all that stuff. I'm starting to hear. You know what that is? That's yeah, called punk music. Time for no, music is okay. I picked up on it. It's okay. I'm ready to go to the break. I, I haven't That's done the whole point. I haven't done the bump it. since 1976. The bump. Remember? The bump music. Bump music. And DJ Slim is here. And we'll get to him. We're gonna you'll come on camera at some point. We're gonna take a break. We're gonna come back on the other side with some more clips, and we'll have Eric Rover show. DJ Slim is here. We're having a blast. We'll be back boys hope you have a great night i'm sorry i can't be there it's my daughter's birthday she's going to be 24 years old and you know why jimmy because she ate her peas i hope you guys are doing well i'm amazed that you got this starting on time i suppose somehow mike got there on time that's the first time that's happened in 40 years miss you guys hope you have a great night and hope you guys are well and go way back all the way back to necking when it was news, followed by news, followed by more news in the early 1990s. Talk to you guys soon. In the Weeds, live from the Summit Lounge, is sponsored by Berkshire Roots, with destination dispensaries in East Boston and Pittsfield, and by Safetiva Labs in Westfield, cannabis testing that grows your business, and by CNA Stores in Haverhill and Amesbury, and by the Boston Flower Show at the DCU Center on April 25th, and by Triton Technologies, managing IT for the biggest names in cannabis, and by Green Goddess Supplies, the home of the Armoire, a luxury indoor grow system. So for years, we've been doing manufacturing, financial services, uh, medical, and so forth on businesses that stand alone from doctor's offices to day traders to, uh, to even small banks. And so when cannabis came along, all of the tools, skills, and miscellaneous that we learned in there, we were able to apply it for them. And for us, it wasn't that big of a, of a problem or a challenge. It, it worked great. And so um, they just needed a reporting feature in one software. And uh, luckily, that the software company came through for us, came it, came it back, and now it's become the, the backbone for our offerings. And uh, it uh, it's worked out incredibly well. You would think that it is. However, there's quite a bit of debate right now in the accounting industry when it relates to cannabis with this exact question. Um, I'm part of a few different networking groups that are solely accountants for cannabis companies. And there's been quite a bit of back and forth in those communities and discussion regarding whether 280E, if it went away, if the administration legalized cannabis or took it off of schedule one, what would happen? And it could go either way right now. The, the debate is it can make the accountant's life much easier. 
Uh, that's what a lot of the inexperienced accountants are saying right now, it seems. Whereas the accountants that have been in this industry for a while and have, and have gone through the same thing that happened with hemp a few years ago are saying that it'll actually will make lives more difficult because when hemp became declassified a while back, the accounting became more complicated. jewel in our product line is the armoire home grow system so now with green goddess supply we can take you everywhere from growing it in the armoire right through to storing it consuming it rolling it storing it you name it a to z hi we're back at the summit lounge in worcester massachusetts i'm jimmy young this is in the weeds live from the summit and I'm joined by my old friend from New England Cable News, Mike Adams. And now I'm joined by Everett Robichaud from Green Goddess Supply, the number one online pet shop in the world. Is that fair enough? Can I call you that? Oh, you can call me that. I don't know if it's necessarily true. <laughs> by the way, it's immediate. Does it have to be true try, try to prove it's not. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Right. There you go. That's right. Eric, thank you for coming on. Thank you. Thank, thank you for here. your support as always. Thank appreciate you. that. And, and you as well. Thank you for being here. Thank no, no, this works out great. More importantly, You've, so, you've noticed a few people from your Tuesday event that we do every Tuesday on Zoom. Uh, you, you've organized it. How did it all start and everything? Tell me a little bit about the network. Basically, we have a networking call on Tuesdays that Eric runs, and my event coordinator is in it. I'm in it. Uh, I got a few Megan, other people. Karen Crapper is here. Yeah, and Megan. Cara, Megan. Megan, Megan is in there. Yeah. And I talked to Karina today. We had a one-on-one -on, -one on the phone. So there yep, you go. Yep. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah. We started that back about four years ago in 2019. Um, and it was really in the early days where only a few dispensaries opened. And I could see right away that um, people were all struggling with the same kinds of issues, the same kind of problems. And people needed to talk. You really needed to create some kind of community on the business level within the cannabis industry. And uh, I came out of more traditional um, digital marketing and just more traditional business background. Yeah. And um, and we had things like, you know, BNI groups and things like that. I'm sure you know about BNI, right? Um, so all these different business networking groups and, you, and you'd have the Chamber of Commerce events or you'd have all these different things, but really modeled more after sort of like a BNI thing where it's, where it's uh, industry professionals not just meet up once, uh, you know, like the Chamber of Commerce is more of the evening drinks thing and meet up yeah. kind of thing. But this was more of an every week, same people getting together, exchanging referrals and, and working together to be kind of like an extended sales. Finding out what's company. new, you know, and yeah, on a current basis. And giving each other referrals and that's, that's how it's probably called. It is Howard. Is it Howard Green? Yeah, look. I know because he's texting me. I got you, man. We're 30 minutes late. All right. Just deal with it. We'll get back. That's our old co host on it. You know, and he was always late when he showed up. Oh, no, 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 no. He was not. You were the one who was always late. Oh, that's right. It was me. I'm sorry. Yeah. And I hope we'll get a chance to hear from somebody else that we know very well. Um, How much of an online industry, the distribution that you have, and I know that I know all about the RMR, we'll talk about that in a second, but how competitive is it online now? Oh, yeah, it's gotten very competitive. And depending on what you're doing, like wholesale is different. Wholesale versus end, end consumer retail. Yeah. The end consumer retail, like we've seen things like we were killing it on Amazon, like, you know, four or five years ago. And a combination of two things happening, 
One is um, the uh, Amazon cracking down on smoking stuff. So like just delisting, like you can't sell grinders, you can't sell this, you can't sell that and whittling away at what you can't really? sell. Really? They targeted you? They did. Um, and I, actually they tar they targeted the industry, but they've also targeted us specifically. Like, oh, we know what you do. We're in a data and we know what we do. And, and you know, so that's, you know, it's, it, they've really whittled away on, on that end. Um, there's also some um, um, very uh, predatory practices. They watch your sales, and then next thing you know, they're selling what you can't sell. Wow. Yeah, things like that. Um, so we've had things like that happen. But then also you have um, like Chinese manufacturers directly jumping in and just selling it like at their cost, like they're selling it at the wholesale cost. Right. So then other other folks can't compete. You can't compete if you're if you're buying and reselling um, with a markup. Or you can't compete if you are an American company where you should have a completely different labor structure and you know cost structure. Right. Um, and they're just going and selling factory. Everybody's products. coming at coming at it. So it's it's uh, so yeah we we saw Amazon take a big hit. So some places very competitive. Now Amazon that has nothing to do with wholesale. Wholesale is a whole other thing. Right. Um, and and our particular business is a blend of online wholesale orders and and physical visiting shops and and physical relationships. So you we have kind of a blend. Now, the China part bothers me a little bit, <laughs> but, yeah. but as does the whole the whole thing with Amazon. Well, there's nothing illegal about the things you're selling, right? Oh, that that's a huge yeah. I yeah, mean, yeah, I have a big axe to grind with that. Like, so they they've been clamping down on us. There's nothing illegal so at all. How can they do that? Can, can't you sue them? I know. I hear they have money. Yeah, they might, right? Um, it's you know, it's 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 their own platform. The thing is, you can't sue. I mean, it, it's it's hard because. It's their own platform and the terms of service are will allow you to come on here and sell as long as you don't sell anything on our prohibited list. But okay. Just keep adding Even though it's not illegal and but that's discriminatory nonetheless. Yes. And, against you guys. And it's it's um I, I don't get it because you know they'll delist things like a rolling tree. It's like it's a block of wood. I mean, yeah. you know, they actually they they delisted our we would we were selling syringes for refilling like oil cartridges. Sure. But they're medical syringes. There are thousands of them available on amazon in the medical so so we put them up they say yeah but we know what you're why you're selling them oh, like what your people are using them man for. so so they shut off our listing right that's it's terrible like it's it's this it's, is it's, what it's like in this industry and you don't find that out until you get in it yeah absolutely it really i mean now of course we're sharing this information with the world the new states like new york and connecticut and new jersey they're all gonna go through with massachusetts well, there ought to be a law i mean yeah, when I you're not selling my... something illegally then they should allow everybody the same exact access right right i started my first business in 1990 okay so i've been doing this over 30 years now okay 30 35 years not green goddess since you were just 10 running business right since i was 12. um but i um um and i i say it all the time this industry is just different. I have never seen an industry just so different. Any other industry, I mean, I run business, I have that experience and 30 years before doing this. So I, I know what it's like. Yeah. If any other business, you're running a restaurant, you're running whatever, you go and you get a merchant account so you can take credit cards, then you got a merchant account. You know, you open your bank account, you do certain things one time, and then you're done. Then you move on, and now you just, you can focus on running your business, of serving food or whatever you're doing, okay? Providing whatever service you're providing. A restaurateur doesn't wake up in cold sweats at night wondering if he's lost his bank account, lost his merchant account. But that's a day-to-day -day reality for us. You right. come in one day, and it's happened to me. You come in one day, and all of a sudden, you don't have your merchant account anymore. You're shut down. Do you like, think what? that after Prohibition that the alcohol distributors had to go through this? They had it easier, didn't they? 
Yeah, you would think, right? So, <laughs> but but oh, I mean, dollar, guys. Yeah. Back then, that's what was. That's how it all happened, right? That's how. They, that's why they prohibited cannabis in the first place. Oh yeah. Because it was impacting the. It was a threat to the pulp industry that Mr. Hearst, Mr. Dupont, and Mr. Carnegie and Mr. Mellon, who were the white guys that commanded all that money back in the 1920s, 30s. This is what was going on. They wanted to make sure they kept the Jim Crow South segregated and they didn't want to develop a competing um, product, industry, industry huge yep. industry, an opportunity for them to go out of business. Right. So they put a racist in charge of it. Said, We're going to make sure that this is maintained. That's how it all started. And Mike, that's why I'm so passionate about this industry. It pisses me off when you learn about how the industry has been treated, how we treated the black man. Well, it's going to take it's horrible. It's going to take a while to shake all that loose. No it question will, about it. Will. But it took the government 166 years to realize that slavery was bad. Yeah, but it only took it only took Joe Kennedy about 10 years to get real rich on <laughs> on bootlegging. So you know what I'm saying? It's just a, it takes a while. <laughs> all right. Wow. By the way, you can call me Mike. Don't get the, Mikey, the God thing. The God thing is a little. <laughs> I just love the fact that I have always enjoyed my time with Mike Adams, no matter where we have been, where we are. We really have. Yeah, and I want to thank you for bailing me out that time. I mean, literally well, at, at the police station. Well, no, no, no. I'm actually going to thank you. We need bail money. I'm going to thank you publicly right now because there's an element of this show that I, I, I have no idea if Dan's going to pick up on this or not, but I'm sure he is because he's a very good director and he listens unlike me okay it's like I was in the field. anyway you took when i talk about my career and i have photos on my phone and i want to share it with people the first photo that i show is me with hank aaron doing the live shot at the, home run Park, the red sox mets world series that we both covered 86. the cbs affiliate of uh you were at fsb and i was at gme yep. in, in portland maine and by the way good luck in your retirement dale or arnold uh, Memorable game. Well, you know, you know, hang on a second. So I show him that. And then I find the, here it is. Look at that. Dan's the best director I've ever There had. he is. He really is. I mean, I love Deb Dealey, wherever you are. Now, but, you know. Jimmy's the one on the left. The Hank, on the left. Hank Aaron is the guy on the right who had <laughs> more home runs than any man in the history of baseball. Until the steroid guy got Until him. Barry Bonds, the cheating little bastard that he is, took the home run crown away from Hank Aaron. By doing steroids and being a jerk. And you know what? Being a jerk should keep him out of the Hall of Fame, not his numbers. He cheats. Hey, it doesn't Everybody count. was cheating, Mike. You it know that. Count. I knew we'd get into sports. All right, I'm I sorry. No, okay. no, no, no. It's good. Eric, are you a love, sports fan? I'm, right. I'm a huge sports fan. So you've been in the industry. I play hockey. All right. No, that's right. You too. In fact, you told me you left the love. Summit Lounge the last that's time right. and played hockey that's under it. the influence because you, yes. you had an infused I had tacos. tacos. You know, yes, I, yes. Bobby, they didn't tell me they were infused. I said, no, I can't smoke while yeah, I'm here yeah, right, playing right. hockey later. Right, yeah, how'd that work out? And then, go, go, but I the best tacos. Game, if you play the best game you've ever played. No, I played awful. Oh, I played yeah. awful. See the war, I can tell you that. Jordy Howe told me that there's only three important things in hockey. One, you got to muck, dig and muck in the corners to get that puck over there. Yep. You got to put the puck in a net because no one's ever won a hockey game without putting at least one puck in one net. Yep. And the other thing is you got to give 110% every time out there on the ice. That's right. Not 100, not 98, 110%. Mm -hmm. Is that right? That's right. He's a cliche. There you go. He's, He's a, a cliche. A, yes, right. 
but yeah, so, so, so yeah, I'm, love, love Patriots. So when you hear, but when you hear, when you go to a trade show, and that, this is what I found, I mean, two out of 10 people are sports fans that are in the cannabis space. Oh, sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because I think just cannabis cuts across everything. So whatever your normal That's sports fan, great point. I, I, I think that just cannabis, it, it not, reflects society. It's just reflect society. society. Yeah, absolutely. Uh -huh. That that makes more that makes some sense, right? right. But I really want to figure out a way to continue to do what I'm doing, which is talking about sports and cannabis, and more importantly, we got a guy in New York, Dave Briggs, who's interviewed Calvin Johnson, Paul Pierce, all the biggies, Darren McCarty, Kyle Turley, and Amani Tumor. Yeah, well, Amani Tumor, yeah, of course they do. All-time leading receiver for the New York Football Giants. I'm right. pretty sure he's brought on Tiki Barber. He's brought on Ricky Williams. He's brought on. You know, other other guys like that, and that that might is the best show that we have on Pro Cannabis. You know who would be good? I, I, look, Jim McMahon. I'm biased. I don't like to watch myself. Right, right, right. Jim McMahon, right? He would be great. Jim McMahon. <laughs> the sunglasses. The whole yeah. thing. He's because he's a. Did you cover the '86 Super Bowl? Yes. So I must. Have oh no, no. Yeah, well, I know. I covered the playoffs prior to that. I, I'm talking I, about the Super Bowl. No, I went to the '97 Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. Okay, right, all right. No, That's the most drunk I've ever right. been, <laughs> and for five days too. Mike, Mike, anybody who worked with you then remembers that that was the Super Bowl you were at. Well, yeah, we did. We did the uh, the French Quarter. I was playing the washboard and the spoons, and I was shit faced. So I have all of my I have all of my live shots. I found them. And I put one on here. I don't know which one is going to show up at some point. Okay. But it, it's the one where we snuck onto the uh, um, dorm at Tulane and took video of the Patriots practicing. Now, this was 1986, guys, right. before Mr. Belichick and anybody else oh, got involved with the. Right? I, I, I'm Spygate? Are you familiar with that story? Oh, painful. I'm a Patriots uh, fan from way back. Right. So, Raymond Barry. Raymond Barry. Rod Russ. Mentioned the fact that he saw cameras on the apartment during their practice. Right. And I always wondered if Belichick heard that and got that idea. I'll take credit for it. I don't care. The way we did that, the way we did the, way we did the uh, story. Was we used James Bond music? We did. We used the password to get into the dorm room. You know, we squished the fish. Let's bury the right. bears. Remember bury that? The bears, the fish. Right? Yep, yep, yep. Oh yeah. And then, and that's how we did. And that story aired on ESPN and WTVJ and all the uh, sports in the eighties back then. Now, as far as the whole Spygate thing, the the story that I heard, and this actually came from an interview with Belichick, yep. said that the the. All the teams did this. It was standard practice. Right. They all did this. And that what had happened was they changed the rules the year before about where you could put cameras and where you could do things. Yeah. But what they did was perfectly legal in prior years, but they had changed the rules and someone didn't get the memo or whatever. So they, they did nothing different than they normally do, but the camera needed to be, you know, over here instead of over there. Over there instead of over there. And they got spanked. And they but, said, but you know what? Four other teams did it. We're the ones who got spanked. And before, and before we throw Mr. Belichick under the bus, because he's the greatest coach. I'm not throwing him, him under the okay. bus at all. They're in high school football, in college football, there's that unwritten rule where they share video of each game. Anyway, 
So the mentality of the coaches, let's just keep sharing video or getting video of somebody else. I'm guessing this is what. In this day and age, everybody has a video camera on them at every moment right. of their life. It's truly, I you can't get away news. with anything. Trust me. It's, news. It's, it's, everybody, it's true. It's, we have lived to see the true eyewitness uh, yeah, news. That's what's going on. Hey, Eric, I want to get uh, Eric, Howard Green. Not only has he been, he's been calling us and texting us. <laughs> I can see the right. phone going off. He wants to get on the Zoom call. There you you're going to be able to hear him, Mike, when you put in this ear. In, not yet. We're going to take a break and we're going to get DJ to play again um, in our break. And uh, we'll have a chat with Howard Green. That'd I be think, fun. I don't know if they played the other video yet, but um, if Dan's listening and he understands what I'm talking about, I think it's labeled, uh, you know what? It's the 48 second one. That's the way I know he'll know which one it is. Because I want it to be a I like that Jimmy calls audibles right in the middle of his yeah, broadcast. Right? It's amazing. It's but amazing. You know, we're live. I know that. Right? And yeah. isn't it fun? Live TV, baby. Live TV. I, I, I swear okay. by it. Eric, thank you. Greengoddessupply.com. Yeah, nice Tuesdays, if people want to join the networking group, yep. the how do they get to the, the best thing to do is reach out to me. My email is eric at greengoddessupply.com. Reach out to me. Um, we do have... Um, eric with a C. Eric with Yeah, E-R-I-C. Thank you. Sure. Uh, the correct way to spell it. Yep. Um, <laughs> and, Unless you're Swedish. Or Norwegian. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Vikings. Vikings. Um, right. The um, but just contact me, and we do have certain rules and, and restrictions oh, or whatever around. Oh. Yeah, like like dispensaries, cultivators. Oh, uh, I see. you want an ancillary, but, but other kinds of businesses we have like one percent, like only one insurance agent, you know, one realtor, one yeah, 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 I guess so. it's, like it's, it's like BNI, it's like it's similar to a BNI. Yeah, yeah. Just reach out to me, and then you know, I can let you know what it's all about and let you know whether or not it can work. All right. Now, here's what we're going to do. We're going to take a break. DJ Slim's going to play. I'm going to actually adjust one of the cameras so it can be on DJ Slim so that when we come back from this break, you guys will be able to see who DJ Slim is. And Mike and I are going to try and talk to Howard Green, although he's texting me again. And he's probably saying I'm not available or whatever. Anyway, um, let's take a break. We'll be back with more after this. It's been put in a tough situation, you know, but it, it was tough on us also. It was tough on everybody. But I think right now we got to concern ourselves with getting ready more than anything else and not, not on uh, that situation at all. All right, please keep in mind that both Ron Mayhay and Randy Brown both played today and contributed two hits. So I tell you what, their presence is already putting pressure on some of the veterans. Reporting from Fort Myers, Florida, I'm New England Cable News, Jimmy Young. Let's go back to R.D. Saul in the studio. R.D. Jimmy, with this shortened spring training uh, uh, session here, are these guys going to look like big league ball players when they open? No, I think you're going to look at extended spring training when they open, I, to be quite frank. I also think you're going to see uh, a few injuries, too, and I think that's something to keep in mind. You're not going to see a pitcher go for more than four innings, maybe five in his first start, but that's it. So. Uh, that's the way it is in 1995 baseball. R.D., at least we got it. That we do. Jimmy Young laboring <laughs> hard, hard, hard in Fort Myers, Florida today. Thanks, Jimmy. We are a cultivation through to consumption lifestyle brand for the cannabis industry. Of course, the crown jewel in our product line is the Armoire Home Grow System. So now with Green Goddess Supply, we can take you everywhere from growing it in the armoire right through to storing it, consuming it, rolling it, storing it, you name it, A to Z. Our goal is to enable everybody and anybody anywhere to be able to produce their own organic flower quickly, easily, discreetly, and inexpensively.
It's a whole new world of weed out there, isn't it? Everyone is learning new ways to titrate, ingest, consume, imbibe, and engage with this plant medicine we call cannabis. Hi, I'm Jimmy Young, the founder of Pro Cannabis Media and the host of In the Weeds. And once in a while, the really live business cannabis talk show we call Green Rush on Friday afternoons from 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern. Now, let me tell you my cannabis story. You know, I've had four major surgeries in the past 23 years and suffer from osteoarthritis with a variety of metal parts in my body and one on deck. Now, thanks to those chronic pain issues, I've been a medical patient in Massachusetts for almost 10 years now. I remember my first trip to a dispensary just outside of Boston, and I told the bud tender I didn't want to smoke it anymore. So I tried edibles, then tinctures, then vaping. And now if I'm going to smoke, I only use the Weejits filtration system. What? The Weejits.com, Weejits, that's weed, W-E-E-D-G-E-T-S.com is where you'll find the planet's coolest product that cools the smoke from everyone's favorite flower. The guy that started this was a pretty good medical device manufacturer, and he created this maze pipe that cools the smoking process from 1300 degrees Fahrenheit upon inflammation down to just 90 degrees when it reaches your mouth. That's right, 1300 down to 90. That's why this maze pipe is amazing. So here's how it works. You start with that glass bowl, you flame on, and then you inhale nice and smooth so the smoke goes through three different filtration and cooling systems. Now, if pre-rolls is your thing, you can use the Weejits filter that a pre-roll fits into perfectly. That's right, or even a chillum. The more filters, the smoother the draw. Best of all is the price. You can get all this or one or the other for just a few bucks. It'll cool your smoke and you'll give your lungs a break. Now, add in the code of PCMTV and you get 15% off. So just go to Weejits.com and check out the best way to enjoy a cooler smoke with less coughing and hacking and more peace of mind. All that resin and tar is collected in the polyurethane filters that are easy to clean with soap, water, and a few Q-tips. Your lungs will thank you and so will I. minutes no don't do it does anybody know well thankfully i think my friend kathleen knows how to do cpr i'm gonna guess right just in case yeah okay thank you it makes me feel much better i always make sure my tennis opponents used to know that too are you gonna play yeah oh there you go you're live man all right we back on next, next one again it's called don't play weed because there's a lot of people out here that smoke weed and they always complain. Oh, man, I couldn't do something else because of the weed. So this right here, this song is called Don't Blame Weed. All right? You heard it right here on Pro Cannabis Media. Let's go. I like that. 
the final segment? You yeah, here we go. If you, we got I mean, we went 30 day. minutes late. I think I have the one voice more. The voice you can't say it in the day front. It's in the right. conference call. Don't play it. Let's right now. A little after now. Let's go. All right. Yeah. Yeah, because there's a lot of people out here that spoke a lot of good reasons, man, and have a lot of complaints with their life. So and they try to make it seem like we need the reason that their life ain't going good. You know what I'm saying? I don't believe that. Don't blame the media either. Don't blame me. But I'm hungry. I'm hungry. All right, any time. Once again, you're making the job. You're all trying to in front of the pad and claim you are. If you're too high to hang with your friends or not, high enough to have a gift like having a gift of women and you. Utilize your high, you'd be surprised. You can get your kids together and have a good time, but you don't even consider the option. You can hear me to get in the way of something. All your complaints about we the strange to me. And been here helping people out physically and mentally. You are the epitome of a habitual liar. You lie about we so much don't want to hang around you. Your house didn't get more clothes because of weed. You lost your house because you didn't pay your mortgage. You need to find some drive and ambition and stop blaming weed for all of your life's issues. Yeah. All right, Dan, anytime. Yeah, all right. Nice job. Thanks. That is DJ Slim, and we're back here at the Summit Lounge live with a special edition of In the Weeds with Jimmy Young, along with my old friend Mike Adams from NECN, New England Cable News. You know, Mike, a lot of people watch us from all over the country. They don't watch us a lot in, in Massachusetts and Connecticut. I'm doing a camera setup. Hi, Hi, everybody. Welcome back. Okay, go we're ahead. back to the show right over here. Okay. And now you're back. <laughs> okay, okay. There you go. <laughs> So I know my director hates it when talent directs the show. Oh well, you know what are you gonna do? <laughs> That's right. You know, I mean. That's right. We we are we are learning by doing and having a good time. I think a lot of people are downstairs having a good time. That's really what we want to do here. Um, Mike is going to sit with me for a few minutes, and then we're going to bring on someone from the alternative. Uh, wellness service. Yeah. Why did it take you so long to figure because that? Because I'm high. I was oh, on delay. All right. Jeez, well, on. that explains everything. I learned something new. <laughs> That's good. There's a lot of beautiful people here. Mike, I need to ask you a, a question as a talk show host and a friend. Yeah. And it has to do with what happened in the 90s. Oh, jeez. You mean my famous bust? The Mike Adams was busted for weed in the 90s while he was on New England Cable News. And by the way, Never got suspended. Am Never I lost right? my job. Never no. lost his no. job, which we have to give credit to the management. Well, I had pictures of all the management. 
<laughs> of course you do. You know, in I, your I, office? I, I don't want to go there. Last thing <laughs> they wanted to do was see those things hit the, hit the streets. <laughs> but yeah, I got busted in a, in a car wash. Uh, it Sparkle. Was, Mr. Sparkle in in Vernon, Connecticut. I mean, this is all, I'm public record, so I'm not saying anything that hasn't been told before. You know, I used to get home at two o'clock in the morning because I lived in Connecticut. He and commuted. The show was that's in, right. The show was in Newton, Mass. My hometown, just for the record. So I'd get home at two a.m., whatever, quarter or two, and I pull into a car wash. My car was a mess, and I go in there. I start vacuuming the car because it was a mess. Well, I had forgotten that. Bill Lee and others were in the backseat of my car earlier that night. Oh, you're going to throw Bill Lee under well, the bus? I, I'm not saying it was his or mine. <laughs> but there was weed in the backseat and a little baggie. So the cop uh, the cop pulls up and I got the hose going. You know, it's like loud. Arr, you know how loud those vacuums are at the car wash. Yeah, I used to work at Scrubbing Up Car Wash. Yeah, for a dollar, man, they make a lot of noise. So I'm in there, you know, and the cop taps me on the shoulder. And he goes, what are you doing? I look at him. I'm like, the vacuum is lit. <laughs> He can't hear it. I put it on his shirt. Like you didn't do that. Yeah, I said I'm vacuuming my car. You know, and I started to go back in there. Stand back, stand back. So the officer's name is Tim Murphy. Ooh, like the old coach. Actually, so, Harvard football coach is Tim Murphy. So I stand back, and he shines a light in the car. And there's this little baggie in the back seat, and it was it had about I don't know a quarter of an ounce of weed in it. So um, he goes, "What is that? Pull that out of there." I pull out the bag. I, I hold it up. It's got like a bud, a couple of roaches in there, you know. Cop says, what is that? I think this guy's a real moron. <laughs> he doesn't know this is a vacuum. He doesn't know this is weed. I said, it looks like pot to me, you know. Handcuffs me. I Take, can't believe this. Takes me to the police station. Now, the problem with it was it wasn't that much weed or anything. It wasn't in any big trouble. But it made eight newspapers. Right. Hartford Current, Journal Inquirer, Springfield. A union, right? Worcester, Globe, Herald, and USA Today. Woohoo! In the state by state, you know, it'll say, you know, Oregon, man, right. man finds bisexual duck. Right. You know, and, and then, then, then it said, said Connecticut, sportscaster busting. That's me. Now they dropped the charges. I have first offense status, whatever, but it made all the newspapers. And, and you, you know, know what the date, date was? April 20, 420. Oh, you're kidding. 1994. I didn't. That. See, that's why I wanted to hear the whole story. I don't think I ever heard the whole story. 4-20-94. I was 40 years old. That was I, a, how many years ago was that, Mike? That's, a, that's an 25, a, 26 years, years ago. ago. <laughs> I mean, do the math. You got a calculator on your phone? No, I don't <laughs> want to touch, touch my, my phone. phone. Very so anyway, yeah, so I was publicly busted, and everybody knew it, and it was like, you know, big deal, right? Back then, it was a big deal. Now, it's not. Now, no record? No police record. I have no police record. No police record. I wonder if he's still eligible for a social equity license. That I don't know. Are there any lawyers in the house? No. There are no lawyers in the house. No. I, if, if Blake Mensing was here, I'd, I'd call him up here and we'd ask him because he's a, he's my favorite weed attorney. Start Even though I love... Start hang on a second. I got to play equal time here with Burns and Levinson. I love Scott. Okay. I love Scott Moskal. And I love Frank Siegel because they've been... With me now for five years, too. These are lawyers? Yeah. No wonder you're sucking up to them. Of course I am. <laughs> I think they may still have some of my money. I don't. <laughs> I probably owe them money. Anyway, uh, Mike, you know what? That was great. I'm really happy to hear. A true story. It's a true story. I never knew it. And I hope the audience enjoyed hearing the uh, specifics because I think a lot of people, first of all, that's one of the reasons why I started Pro Cannabis Media. Because the traditional media is still living in the past with the failed war on drugs. Yeah. 
and they're looking to well, sensationalize. You know, weed isn't even a drug. It's an herb. It's a plant medicine. It's Can an herb. It's an herb. God gave it to us. Yes, God gave it to us. Thank Absolutely. you, God. <laughs> and God gave us my cat. And I, too. you know, All right. I love this guy. I believe in oh, God. Yeah. I believe in God. I just hope she's not too pissed at me. That's right. You're darn right. It's a she. <laughs> oh, my God. Actually, these days, because. Because we're finally understanding that it's not just about males and females. It can be transgender. It can be neutral. Just ask any can of Bud Light. Can of Bud Light? You don't know about that? No. You don't know about Bud Light and Dylan, uh, what's your name, the cross-dressing? Oh, yes, I do. But yeah. I blocked that stuff from oh, my memory. See? I blocked that this stuff. This is where you go for the truth and the whole truth. And nothing but the truth. You call me next time you need to know something. All right, all right. I tell you what, I'm gonna take we're gonna take another break and we're gonna bring Kathleen McKinnon up here and we're gonna get to talk with her a little bit about terpenes and all those alternative wellness things that you can do with this plant that we call cannabis. Don't go away. In the weeds live from the summit continues after this. Howie, 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 howie. No, I don't care if it's a horse fart. No, no, no. You're out of the mix. Out of the mix. Out of the mix. You want you want to hear a you want you want to hear a you want you want to hear a you want to you want you want to hear a you want to hear my TJ Strongbow story? I am the Grand Wizard. I'm the Grand Wizard of Neck and Sports. I need a turban and those little glasses he used to wear. Just down the road. I guess now we can see why he wanted his name on that Emmy uh, nomination. Samantha, he really does contribute, doesn't he? Oh, yeah. He's good. He's great. We're ruined. You know that, don't you? <laughs> We're, it's over for us. The whole show is down the tubes because we let... We are a cultivation through to consumption lifestyle brand for the cannabis industry. Of course, the crown jewel in our product line is the Armoire home grow system. So now with Green Goddess Supply, we can take you everywhere from growing it in the armoire right through to storing it, consuming it, rolling it, storing it, you name it, A to Z. Our goal is to enable everybody and anybody anywhere to be able to produce their own organic flower quickly, easily, discreetly, and inexpensively. Berkshire Roots is a destination dispensary with two locations in Massachusetts, one in Pittsfield in the middle of the Berkshires and one in East Boston, just five minutes from Logan Airport. Both locations have tremendous selections showcasing exclusive brands. Berkshire Roots is always on the lookout to discover and create new products. Check them out or order ahead at BerkshireRoots.com. Sativa Labs in Westfield is fast becoming the number one testing lab for cannabis in Western Massachusetts. Safetiva understands the importance for accurate on-time test results for your product. That's why their current compliance panel turnaround time is less than two days. That's Safetiva Labs in Westfield. For more information, go to safetiva.com.
You would think that it is. However, there's quite a bit of debate right now in the accounting industry when it relates to cannabis with this exact question. Um, I'm part of a few different networking groups that are solely accountants for cannabis companies. And there's been quite a bit of back and forth in those communities and discussion regarding whether 280E, if it went away, if the administration legalized cannabis or took it off of schedule one, what would happen? And it could go either way right now. The debate is it can make the accountant's life much easier. Uh, that's what a lot of the inexperienced accountants are saying right now, it seems. Whereas the accountants that have been in this industry for a while and have, and have gone through the same thing that happened with hemp a few years ago, are saying that it'll actually will make lives more difficult because when hemp became declassified a while back, the accounting became more complicated. In the Weeds, live from the Summit Lounge, is sponsored by Berkshire Roots, with destination dispensaries in East Boston and Pittsfield. And by Safetiva Labs in Westfield, cannabis testing that grows your business. And by CNA Stores in Haverhill and Amesbury. And by the Boston Flower Show at the DCU Center on April 25th. And by Triton Technologies, managing IT for the biggest names in cannabis. And by Green Goddess Supplies, the home of the Armoire, a luxury indoor grow system. In the weeds live, and we'll work on that audio in just a second, because that was me, wasn't it? I think so. Oh my God, that sounded like you. That was. Hey, welcome back to Live from the Summit. It's Jimmy Young from Pro Cannabis Media, Mike Adams from Planet Mikey fame. Okay, it's still your podcast. Planet, Planet Mikey podcast, and I got another one called 15 Minutes of Shame. 15 minutes of shame. It Two kind, podcasts. It could kind of reflect on what we're doing here. It can reflect on my whole life. That's right. But now we bring in somebody legit from the cannabis world, okay? Her name's Kathleen McKinnon. She's with Alternative Wellness Centers. Centers. God, God, yes. Centers. Thank you, Kathleen. You're welcome. And uh, she and I met at a Summit Lounge event. I know you're hard. I know you're shocked to hear that I was actually here for an, another reason. Uh, and... Uh, Kathleen, you were great. We went through your, oh, I'm glad you brought him. You brought your terpene cards because Mikey is going to be our guinea pig. Here. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. I mean, I, first I, of I've all, been he a pig my whole life. So. Explain, Kathleen, thank you so much for coming on. Thank first you of for all. having me here. Tell us about alternative wellness centers first, what your role is and what you do. Go ahead. So we are an alternative wellness center, as the name implies. We do medical certifications for the cannabis uh uh, you know, medical, well, medical consults to yep. get your cannabis card here in mm -hmm. Mass, yep. Connecticut, West Virginia. Um, we also do CBD massage therapy uh, and other alternative services as well. We do a lot of education, a lot of education in the community, both to uh, medical professionals and to seniors, students, things like that. Yeah. And by the way, wow. those are the people that need to be enlightened. Yes. Right? Best way to describe yeah. that? So you're never too old to learn. I'm a, I'm a lifelong learner. It's a Absolutely. good thing. Right. And we should, should have my line about this, right? We learn from our mistakes, right? Hopefully. Which would make me a PhD because like, you know. Yeah, right. Right? I mean, how about you, Mike? Well, you know. I, <laughs> Dr. Michael I, I Adams. to make the same mistake <laughs> twice. I think of new ones to make <laughs> every single time. All yeah. right. That's cool. Hey, um, Kathleen, 
the terpene, yeah. the steering mechanism in the cannabis plant. I tried to explain to Mikey a little bit earlier what they did and how they work, but there are certain terpenes that have different effects. And I'd like you to kind of explain, we'll start with one and then we'll see if Mikey can A, pronounce it, all right, or okay. anything else? Yeah, I can pronounce it because I'm multi multilingual. Okay, okay we're, we're going to give you a try. I pronounce them. Kathleen, how'd I do? You actually did very well. 90%, pal. All right. You got to set the go. bar very high for limonene and myrcene. Let's go. I'm, I'm going to kick, kick your butt in this contest. And, all right, all right, all right. Good. Uh, I can give me a quiz, right? Yeah. You don't have to name it. She's got to, she could describe the, but she knows you'll never know this is that kind of term. Well, I won't know. I could quiz her. No, no, but I, I, you said I was going to pronounce this. You are. She's going to oh. show it to you. Okay. Neurolidol. Uh, Neurolidol or Neurolidol. Oh, yeah. Well, similar. They're similar <laughs> things. You, you put the accent on the wrong syllable. Neurolidol. I use that to clean my house. Neuro oh, that's neurolidol. <laughs> that would actually be limonene, which is found in a lot of cleaning products in your house. If you pull out the pine saw, you'll see piney. Right. If you pull out lemon pledge, you'll see lim uh, limonene. How about less toil? I still have a bottle about, of that. How about olive oil? But wait a second. Uh, oh, I oh, didn't what know that. I want to go back to that a second. So the people that are not enlightened are using products with terpenes in them. Yes, terpenes. On a regular basis. Yes, terpenes are in a lot of everyday things. They're in all kinds of plants, living and organisms. Turpentine. And and their role, and the role with the grower, I'm guessing, right, is to use the proper terpene that mac that um, interacts with the, the other cannabinoids that are in the plant. So the terpenes grow naturally in the cannabis plant, and it all depends oh, on the terpene see. profile that it grows with. Got it. So uh, some terpenes are uplifting. They'll make you feel, you know, a little energized. Which I love. So you'd be your sativas, I, Mike. I love that. Yeah, those are for more of the sativa-leaning, uplifting strains. That's what I like. There are... Uh, <laughs> um, there are terpenes that are more uh, sedative or relaxing, which you'll find in more of the indica-leaning strains. Right. Uh, and those are something like, think lavender, right? You take a, a lavender bath bomb. Oh, I just had one this morning. I was going to say, I like CBD bath bombs. Oh, but I, I, didn't, I didn't take a bath with it. I ate the thing. The candle and it helps oh, you yeah, relax. relax. You right. a little lavender yeah. oil on your temples yeah. at night. It's, that is the linalool terpene in the lavender. That's helping to relax your body. Yeah. And these terpenes play different roles. So they can help relax. Some of them are um, antiseptic. They are skin protectant. They're anti-cancer. This says anti-parasitic. So does that mean if you have like a, a worm that, that, you know, this will get rid of the worm? Well, well, keep the worm from appearing. Mike. Yes. Uh, no, from tequila. So <laughs> think about that in a plant, right? Yeah. yeah. So if that is, uh, if this particular terpene is high in a cannabis plant, that's going to help to keep those parasites away. Cool. Oh, that's amazing. Or uh, like think of a Venus flytrap or other plants, right? Um, that have like, you know, uh, po they're poison to other things. Those are a lot of the terpenes that are in there. Wow. She mm -hmm. This is science. Right. It is. Science. Okay. Hang on. I she blinded me with science. Okay. Here's another one. Uh, Osamine. Yes, that is correct. Did I say that right? You did. I, I Benefits include anti-viral, anti-fungal. You know what? 
Don't ask me about fungus, okay? Why? Because I'm a fun guy. <laughs> uh, decongestant? Yes. Sir. Oh, my God. <laughs> I can breathe. It's all because of the osamine. And, and so osamine would be found in plants like mint, pepper, and orchids. So think of mint when you inhale mint. Think yes. of like sticks, right. vapor rub, things like that. That's going to open those chapters. Cool. That, I told you. Now, are you a botanist? Or do you just no. have the science of the knowledge of the Terps? I've, I've been around cannabis for for longer than but I like to admit. Any, did I ask, are you a registered medical nurse anywhere or anything like that? Sorry, I profiled you because I could have asked you if you were a doctor. No, 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 I'm not a nurse. I'm actually a dental hygienist. That, oh, yeah. so, wow. Uh, I'm multi-talented. I love that. Wait, but you look at... Oh God, she's that. a dental hygienist. She knows all this stuff. Can I call you Flossie? <laughs> oh, Flossie. I, I got it. You call me the cleaning lady. <laughs> ah, there you go. No, that's amazing. That's And this is a little cue card system. What's let, that? Let me ask you one. Okay, go ahead. M-Y... Uh, Myrcene. I don't even have to look at it. I know what it is. Really? I have it all the time. Yeah. You must also have ESP. And... ESPN. He's got ESPN. <laughs> he pays his cable bill. We're happy to hear that. That's great. You remember when it was uh, when it first started in Bristol, Connecticut, don't you? I do. And we heard, by the way, we heard from Bill Pito earlier in the show. Yeah. Well, the audience heard from Bill Pito yes. as opposed to us. But I, I just texted it to you. And, at, you know, he is still one of the nicest, Funny, one of funniest. The funniest guys ever. And, and by the way, coming from Mike is a huge well, compliment. Well, the, the best pedo story, it was, in, it was in a book that Keith Oberman and uh, Dan Patrick wrote yep. called The Big Show, whatever they had. The, that, yeah, The Big Show, right. And they, they had a pedo story. In you there. know, Phil Balboni hates Keith Oberman. I don't care. I hate him too. Okay. But you know what? So I told I told this story to Keith Oberman down in spring training and he put it in the book and it was a Bill Pito story. Bill Pito used to go to the men's room and he'd have like six magazines with him because he was constipated all the time. So he, he was going into the men's room and I'm watching TV and there was a story about a guy who got out of prison on a work release and on a visitation release, went home, killed his wife and kids, and then waited for the cops to pick him up and take him back to jail. So Pito goes by. I said, Pito, look at this guy. He gets out of jail to visit his family, kills them all, and then waits for the cops to come pick him up. And Pito, Pito says, says, well, that'll happen. <laughs> Just like that. And he goes into the bathroom with his magazine. I think, that, that, that won't happen. <laughs> what do you mean, that'll happen? And so that's the, the whole chapter was called, That'll Happen. <laughs> well, he had the great deadpan. deadpan sayings. He was a, yeah. and, and now, of course, uh, he has a paycheck still from MSG, I think. MSG Network. He's right? for MSG. Yeah, he, uh, does, he, does he, have, he has a paycheck, right? I just was making that point. And he does the Knicks games. Right. right. And I think the, the Rangers, Rangers do in between periods. One of the most fun people he ever. Is. And, and on top of, of that, a great human being. Yeah. He really is everybody, dedicated. Father. Everybody loves Sorry, Pito. Sorry, you have no idea who it is. But before you leave, I'm going to play you well, the, with the clip. Well, with a like Pito, I'm glad he's a good guy. Well, Bill right. Pito. P-I-D-T-O. You, you, do, you do a show with him, you know, and, and, you know, we live TV. Things can go wrong. So after the show, if there, was a, if there was a lot of things going wrong, I'd see Pito and he'd look, he'd look at me and he'd go, assessment. And I'd shake my head. And he'd say, tragic. <laughs> That's it. No, he, he did the thing. He did News followed by news, news. yeah, and then more news. Well, that was New England cable news. He was one of, back one of, in the day, and we were the sports team. One of us to kind. say we did not get a lot of uh, love from the news people. Well, from the bosses, the bo the bosses the boss that never hated my guts. Well, excuse me, excuse me. 
our shows got ratings and the news did that's not. That's why he hated my guts. That's, right. <laughs> that's, that's why. All right. Just so, for the record, that's what happened. Yep. And by the way, this I have a feeling that this little bit that we just shared is going to be on the NECN alumni Facebook page, which because I kept posting stuff on there. And I don't think we have one person that worked with us show up. What does that say? Well, they're, they're afraid of us. <laughs> they're still afraid of what could happen, you know. But Kathleen's uh, learning that now. Yeah. I learned a lot from you, though. So we're, it's fair. It's only fair. Um, Kathleen, how do people get in touch with alternative wellness centers? And now you, oh, I've learned so much already. They are in other states around the country. Well, we're in uh, Connecticut and West Virginia. Those are two yep. other states. I yep. know my geography. <laughs> I even know where they are. Yeah, West Virginia. But more state. importantly, I actually. I was surprised. It's a great state. Actually, West Virginia. Yeah, really. I mean, Virginia can't even get legalization right yet. I mean, the governor's still screwing with the law. I mean, this is. I really. I was not. What a shock! I was naive when I started the little podcast, and then I built this little network thing, and you know, we're live streaming twenty four seven now. I had no idea how difficult this was going to be to actually get noticed. I mean, I, I feel, feel like, like I've been auditioning for the industry for five years now. Mike, uh, you're now, you're going to be seen by the industry. Oh, man, that's great. I want to thank the Academy. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I mean, I know I'm not as cute as Jimmy, but uh, on the other hand, maybe there's a future in it for me. Well, you know, Kevin Roach. You remember Kevin Roach? Sure I do. I remember every Roach I've ever come into contact with. But this is the one who hired you oh, as oh. the executive producer at NECN besides Charlie, yes, right? Yes, that's right. Okay. So he just <laughs> I believe he just had a new uh, grandchild because that was posted underneath my postings about us. Wow. And the Bill Pedo um, little bit that was played too. Yeah. Jeff Jolton reacted to it. Remember Jeff, Jeff Jones, Jeff, sure. Is he still in New York at ABC? I, I think he is. I think he is. I don't know, but that, you know what? For him. He reacted, I replied, whatever. And I'm sorry that we got off of the tangent. Yeah, but didn't we know we're tangential? This is, this is really kind of fun for us to do this. And, you know, I think when you work with people over a period of time, especially with something that was, there had never been a 24-hour regional news channel in New England before New England Cable News went on the air. And Mikey, because he lived in Connecticut, and had to get his car washed at 3 a.m. at Sparkle, left the Sunday night show that was going to be the first sports show on the network. So he left that honor to me. Bada bing. And I got and I got ripped in the globe the next day. I mean, it was it was a well done play yeah. because Mike was really the number one guy. I was just the weekend. They guy. were ready to kill us anyway. They were saying, you know, because we were brand new network, you know, everybody was criticized. They wanted us to fail. Exactly what's going on with the industry of cannabis right now. Everybody wants you to fail yep. because we all go by an accident. And what do we do when we go by an accident, Mike? Well, I should, I, first of all, I tell everybody that it wasn't me that caused it. And <laughs> then the idea was that you're going to turn your head and look at the accident. Oh, yes. Rubber necking. Yeah. That was where I was going. I did the rubber necking thing, Listen, by the way. I, I've been doing this for 10 years. We've seen tens of thousands of patients. I've worked with the same doctors and and. Do you know Dr. Eric Ruby by any chance? Dr. Eric Ruby? Uh, I do know him. Yeah. I do, yeah. Best interview. Best doctor interview I've ever done. He's I love Ryan Jacklin, too. Yeah. But by all, he was unbelievable. Yeah. Absolutely. And he's retired now, which is I kind know, of cool. it's sad. We need pediatricians in right. the industry. Yeah. Right. Uh, you know, I have for the first time ever. Who should teach? Pediatricians you know what? Out to us. 
We have a great education program. Um, we're going to be doing a class at UMass Medical School in June for first and second year med students. So pediatricians desperately, desperately needed here in Massachusetts for the cannabis industry. Right. And, and you couldn't actually learn more from one than Dr. Eric Ruby, because not only I'm pretty sure this is true, we've interviewed him a couple of times over the last few years. He was instrumental in getting the word marijuana stricken from the medical uh, in in Massachusetts, the yeah. medical directory or whatever it was, right? Yeah. Wow. And I think that's pretty cool. That's weird. Now, do you understand that the, the racial connotations of marijuana? It's kind of a, um, a slang word. Well, I'm English and Irish, so I don't understand anything racial. <laughs> I get it. You know what I'm saying? No, no, no. Right? The eyes are drooping. You don't have to. You don't have to explain anything anymore. Well, we're we're wrapping up the show in a few minutes. I just wanted to make sure that we got a couple more things in. You mentioned, I mentioned Kevin Roach. You mentioned the fact, you, you, I appreciate it. You thought I was a better looking dude than you. I was only kidding. <laughs> so, the KK, just as, kidding. You, as you know, there were 72 hires at New England Cable News. I was the 72nd hire. Right. And it came down to me and Doug Brown. Yeah, I remember Doug and Brown. Kevin Roach explained to me that sometimes when you're on TV, you have to pick the person that looks better on TV. No disrespect to Doug, but he was a little husky. Right. And he was he was also really smart, really good guy. Oh, he's a great broadcaster. Great broadcaster. But, I mean, when I teach now and I teach kids, I teach college kids. I you don't tell them first thing is get better looking. <laughs> I cannot change how you look. Right. You know, so well, if you want to be on TV. Brains or something? Well, that's why you right. talk about doctors. Right. But for the first time, for the first time ever, I have a woman doctor in my whole life. It's unbelievable. It's great. You know, and uh, although I did, I asked her, why, why do you have a tip jar? She she said to me, do you have any idea what, medi what medical school costs? And I said, no. And she said, well, it's probably a lot. <laughs> that wasn't the tip you were talking about. I know. <laughs> I've Probably got it. a lot. But, you know, it's like it's like old material. You know what I mean? It's, but right, it's, yeah, what it's how it is. Um, Everything. I I totally appreciate getting to know you. I I think we're going to end up working together in some capacity. You'll hear how my ideas and my brain works a little bit because I'm always thinking about education. How we can bring the knowledge of the people that have the information mm -hmm. to the people that are interested in it because the fastest growing demographic in weed is the fifty. Plus five zero, not one five. Five zero. Grandma is the new face of cannabis. Yeah, but fifty is fifteen years younger than me. I just want to say so. Uh, you know, and I'm not a grandfather yet. But you only look about fifty nine. My body's ninety. I was a young grandmother, so <laughs> right. And I go. I have one um, CBD massage therapist, Trigger Point, that I've gone to for probably four years, and I go every other Friday for life wow that's great well that's when you find someone who can impact your yeah. body in whatever capacity a, a, a um you marry musculoskeletal no it did not i anyway, do i'm old for two in that department as you know and i've had a life partner for 22 years and i'm trying not to screw up right now yeah you understand that what's fido's name <laughs> oh that's horrible because I showed you a I'm picture. I'm kidding you. You better. You I'm better kidding. Take, you know what? She could be watching. Oh, no, she, she, God love her. She's beautiful. I saw the picture. And she wrote a book called Unsuccessfully Successful that comes out next month. Wow. And it's the single, it's a single mom's journey through corporate America. I got it right, honey. <laughs> it's right. And I, I went along. I just, for the record, I'm in it. I have a chapter. But 
I went along. The whole thing was I went along for the ride. You know, we tried the blending thing. We tried the the separation. I mean, we tried everything, and we're we still just want to be together. We still enjoy each other. So, you know, and we're not married. Yes. We're not married, and we kept our money separate because I'm horrible. With well, money, <laughs> all they all they do is smoke cannabis and, and play Twister. She has to clean up, right? That's right. That's right. That's right. So, uh, Kathleen, again, uh, thank you so much for um, hanging out with me. Two weeks ago, we did a little dog and pony thing on camera. By the way, the audio sucked, so I didn't use it. Yeah. All right, but it was good. it was fun. Game, little game that we did with Mikey, right? And I think I won. You did. Absolutely, you got hundred percent as you far as I'm concerned. The toughest one. The no, toughest no, one. there is one uh -oh. more. That's right. I did. I was looking for it though. The later it gets, the it's, tougher they get. That's right. I was looking for. We're wrapping this up, guys. I'm just letting you know, Dan. I'm letting you know. I'm wrapping it up. Cariophylline. Yep. Cariophylline. Cariophylline. Yeah, Filene's a nice shop there down in the basement. Filene, Cariophylline. Got basement. my whole wardrobe there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. All right, so let me wrap this thing up here. I got to thank our sponsors. Very important. Uh, Sativa and Berkshire Roots, Megan and James. They were both interviewed earlier. I hope you enjoyed them. Uh, I also want to thank our friend Jason Raposa from Goodfields. I don't think, think I, I ran, ran one contest, contest by the way. way. I got a little frazzled because of the beginning of the show. You can give away anything you want, Jessica Zabrano from Jay-Z Cannabis Marketing, as I thank you. Feel free, because you, you control the, the bags. You know what I'm saying? All right. All right. I also really need to thank Paul Rousey, Dan Fresh, Rick Lanine, who have far more technical ability than me, let's just say. Not that I have any, but they're really far out there. Right? They were able to get this thing going before um, I freaked out uh, more. And I apologize for that. That being said, I'm on record of saying that. It is definitely definitely something I appreciate. And Paul, you've been an added, a wonderful Four person to add to the, the team. team. We're, We're so, so happy you're here. here. Okay, okay. I'm gonna make sure I didn't give you that. Paul Rousey, give him a round of applause. Yeah. Mr. Grassachusetts. Only I would have a chief technical officer that's Mr. Grassachusetts, right? I mean, that makes sense, Mike, right? I think so. I knew you would be. I mean, it's getting late, right. I don't know. That's right. And Rick Leneve is here as well. He's accounting buds. He's the head of the New York State CPAs for Cannabis. And I knew him before that. Okay? Before. So I wasn't impressed with it because he's from the, it's New York. He lives in New Jersey. You know, if it was Massachusetts, maybe I'd be more. I don't know. Uh, needless to say, they all bailed me out, and I want to thank them. Um, now I'm going to flip to the next page. We never got Scott Winters from CNA Stores on, but they were our swag bag sponsor again for the third show in a row. So I want to make sure I thank them. I have to thank Kyle Moon from the Summit Lounge, which is where we are. He runs this place. Come on down when they're open Wednesday through Sunday. Nope. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. But open for private parties all week long. So you can call Kyle. And uh, let's see. Did Mark Heward and the Hole in the Wall gang show up here? Mark Heward and Lauren? Anybody? Bueller? Bueller? No, I did not I see. I did thank them anyway. I thank, I thank them just for taking my phone call more than anything else. So I appreciate them. They're good people. And of course, Dan French, who directed this whole thing and has to put up with me in a live situation. Mike, you've made many, many comments tonight about how challenging it is to do live television. It is. It's very challenging. Uh, what is, what is it again? <laughs> live television. Oh, live television. Yes, yes. Especially when you forget your. Uh, 
Oh, yeah, your, your lines. Your lines. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, we don't, let's not talk about that. All right. So that's going to wrap it up. But before we go, because we played a lot of stuff from the career, my career, Mikey, you've seen Mikey, you've seen Howard Green, you've seen Bill Pito. Yeah, I can say his name now because I realized we played it earlier. And you're going to see an excerpt from the kid show with Sam Gash. Ah, Remember Sam Gash? Of course I do. Sam Gash is probably one of the nicest professional football player athletes I've ever met. Fullback. Great fullback. Great guy. Loved his mother. I mean, I mean. He, Mrs. Gash. Mama. Mama Gash. Mama Gash. Mama Gash. Yes. And uh, so we're going to play a clip of that. Wasn't she so, in the Mama's I, office? I think I'm pretty sure that one of the kids on this show is Adam <laughs> Franklin. the ham sandwiches. Now, Mikey, Mikey, Mikey. What, what? Does the name Franklin Sports mean anything to you? Yes, it does. Best batting gloves in baseball. I used to wear them when I was hitting right? for a living. And uh, Larry Franklin was the... It's a three or four generation company. Well, Ben Ben Franklin started it, of course. You no, know Ben you Franklin know, invited in, you know invented how ben the Franklin light bulb. Used to Not, pick up, no, 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 no. You know how Ben Franklin used to pick Wait, up women. Thomas, <laughs> you know what he would do? I'm so you know what Ben what? Franklin would do? He'd take out a hundred dollar bill and go, Hey, sweetheart, see that guy? That's me. <laughs> no. my I've lost it. Anyway, Adam Franklin he now runs. By the way, the kid was 15 on this show, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. He's running Franklin Sports. He's the CEO. Wow. Just saying. And if he happens to actually see this sometime, it'd be great to chit chat with you because, you know, Mikey, one of my proudest achievements is not just knowing you, but uh, mentoring hundreds of kids yeah, in their careers. That's right. And some of them have actually turned out okay. One of them <laughs> does live shots on Channel 5 now and has a paycheck and a job. What's I keep- his name? No, it's Brianna Borgie. Oh, what's her name then? Brianna Borgie. You sure? I'm going to tell you she's going to host the Today Show in the next 10 years. Seriously? Yeah. She's that good. Is she going to credit you? She She's very kind. She's really very... You know what? All the kids that I had, all the kids were really nice. And they all respect me. I got a text from Alex Barth and TJ today. Because um, you tweeted and they follow you. They don't follow me because I'm not on Twitter. Or Instagram. Why not, by the way? Oh, no. Let's talk about that on another show, okay, shall we? Okay, well, you sure? Because I'm going to go I off. stay another three hours. No, 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 no. I'm going to go. I would go off on social media and our country and all this right now. I don't want to do that. I want to wrap this baby up. Watch the Kid Company Sports World <laughs> show. Uh, and, and again, we will be back in May, June, October, and November. Dates to follow. Mikey's going to be welcome here anytime now if he ever wants to come I'm back. a member now. You are a lifetime member. Yeah. So that'll wrap it up. Remember, this is my closing line. It's a whole new world of weed out there. Use it responsibly. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. And thanks for putting up with a live television show from the Summit Lounge. (laughs) Hi, everyone. Welcome to Kid Company Sports World. I'm Jimmy Young, your host for the nation's only live sports talk show for kids. In studio tonight, Patriots fullback Sam Gash, and we have lots of great prizes to give away, plenty to talk about with one of the most popular members of the New England Patriots. We also want to thank Wachusett Mountain right off the top tonight. They hosted our Kid Company Sports World Ski Day today at the mountain, and from what I understand, everyone had a great time, and from now on, kids ski free at Wachusett, but you have to be under 12 years old. Right now, though, let's give away a Sam Gash autographed Patriots t-shirt. I wonder where we got that. Here's Alec Millman to tell you how you can win it. Alec? Thanks, Jimmy. It's time for the Kid Company Sports World Sports History Quiz. Here's how it works. We'll show you a clip of a memorable sports event. All you have to do is tell us what year it happened and you're a winner. 
the winner will get the t-shirt. So let's go right to this week's sports, this week's sports moment. What? Allen with Iverson on and throws one up. And oh! Oh! Oh, Bowens! Unbelievable! Georgetown can win if they score. Iverson with seven, with six, Spades missed it. Williams Williams rebound! He missed it as well. You can't survive! Connecticut wins their first Big East championship, this group of people! What year did UConn beat Georgetown to win its first Big East championship? Was it 1994, 1995, or 1996? Be the fourth correct caller at 617-244-3344 and you'll win. Jimmy, back to you. Can you imagine Dick Vitale on this program some night? That would be pretty amazing. It's now time for a wrap-up of the day's sports events, and here is Katie Barron to tell us all about it. Katie, take it away. Thank you, Jimmy. March Madness is ready to take off. The field of 64 teams that will make up the NCAA men's basketball tournament has been announced. The number one seeds are Kansas, Kentucky, North Carolina, and Minnesota. Big East champ Boston College will play Valparaiso in the West Region. America East champ Boston University heads to the Midwest Region, and the Terriers will play Tulsa. Other teams from New England going to the dance are UMass, who will play Louisville, Providence, Fairfield, and Rhode Island are also in the tournament. In the women's tournament, the University of Connecticut women's basketball team is expected to be seeded number one. That announcement becomes official later today. Interrupting the excitement of college basketball today was the Boston Celtics-Atlanta Hawks game at the Fleet Center. The Hawks crushed the Celtics 114-90, and it was never that close. Here's Kid Company's Alec Millman with the highlights. First quarter, Steve Smith hits the three-pointer, Hawks leading 3-0. Dikembe Mutombo, man among boys, inside, gets the dunk. Hawks scored the first 19 points of the game. Injury added to the insult for the Celtics. Antoine Walker goes up for the hook shot, lands badly, sprained right ankle. He had to be helped to the locker room and did not return. The second quarter, Eric Williams goes up for the shot, but Mutombo is there for the block and his trademark waving of the finger. Then John Barry for the drive. Nice pass to Matumbo for the dunk. Final was Hawks 114, Celtics 90. For Key Company Sports World, I'm Alec Mooney. Now here's one of our regular fun features on the show. It's the Kid Company Sports World Plays of the Week. And here once again is Kid Company's Dan Bertrand. Number five, UCLA down by one with the clock running down. So they give the ball to Cameron Dollar, who takes it coast to coast. Oh, and cash money for the win. Cameron Dollar gets his money's worth. Number four, Butler guard Matthew Graves attempting the alley-oop, throws it in the basket instead. Of course, later he admits that, oh, uh, I meant to do that. Number three, Temple's Lamont Barnes missing the foul shot, but manages to come up with himself, takes it in, then tosses it up off the glass and in. Counted for Lamont Barnes. The Temple Owl, oh, there's John Chaney looking like an owl himself. I uh, just have to take our word for it on this one as Barnes heaves it up and gets the roll. Number two, Utah and SMU. Utah down by one with the clock ticking down. The inbounds to Van Horn, who tips it up and in for the win. Keith Van Horn. Watch him roll off the double team, full extension, and in the bucket. Hey, I wouldn't mind Keith Van Horn his eight-foot reach in the Celtic Green next year. And the number one play of the week, Ricky Sly is a fox, inbounding it off Mark Jackson's noggin. 
at the Fleet Center, then lost here. And what a punch! What a play! Oh, the old bounce it off the defender's back trick. Uh, basic mistake by Jackson. Never turn your back to the guy under your own. <laughs> Taking it out. Uh, is this embarrassing when it happens to you? I'm Dan Bertrand, and those are the plays of the week. That's sports for now. A little later on in the show, Adam Franklin talks with Cincinnati Bengals quarterback Jeff Blake, who was in town yesterday. For now, back to the talk desk with Jimmy Young. Jimmy? All right, thanks, Katie. Good job by everybody. We are proud to welcome the Patriots' Sam Gash to our studio tonight. And early in the season, Sam was honored as the Patriots' unsung hero for his commitment on and off the field to his teammates and his community. Sam's also won it again this year. Sam, of course, you know is the blocking back for the All-Pro Curtis Martin in the Patriots' backfield. Sam is one of the most unselfish football players in the NFL. So our question tonight to you is, who is your unsung hero? And that could be a sports figure or someone else in your life. And, of course, we'll also be taking other questions for Sam Gash as well. Joining us on the talk desk this week is Adam Frankman and Alec Millman, along with Sam Gash. And, Adam, I'm going to start with you right off the bat. Who is your unsung hero? All right, well, first of all, Jimmy, I have to say my parents because... They've been with me, you know, throughout my life. They've helped me with, through everything. But now, uh, besides my parents, I have to say, my Spanish teacher, he's been with me two years. His name's Reggie Sellers. I'm not too good in Spanish, so he's gone out of his way to help me. After class, he's, like, come and uh, stayed after class and helped me with verbs and all that kind of stuff. But I'd have to say my Spanish teacher, Reggie Sellers. Okay, I'm going to put you on the spot. Why don't you say hello to Reggie in Spanish? Hey, Reggie. Oh, hola, Reggie. <laughs> Como esta? <laughs> there you go. Very good. All right, Alec, who is your unsung hero? Well, I have to agree with Adam about my parents for the exact same reasons. But other than that, um, I'd say my hero is Blake Sloan of the University of Michigan hockey team because he started a reading program for kids and visits hospitals regularly. And he was recently giving the ho given the Hockey Humanitarian Award, which is given out annually. And um, I really think he deserved it. A guy who gives something back to his community and doesn't get a lot in return and or publicity. So he won that uh, Hockey Humanitarian Award. Definitely. All right, Sam Gash is the unsung hero of the Patriots. Do you have an unsung hero? Yeah, and I, you know, I have to agree with Alec and Adam. It's my mom. You know, she's been there for me through thick and thin, and my, also my younger brother that whenever we needed something, regardless of what she had to do, she made sure we had it. And she's probably one of the most unselfish people that I've ever, uh, that I've ever been around. People who sacrifice for others, perhaps exactly. the definition of an unsung hero. Uh, certainly, you could say that about the role you play on the football team, too. You like that or what? I love it, you know, because I think that when, when you have a good guy like Curtis, myself, who I, you know, I, I enjoy blocking for him. I enjoy going out there and trying to be his protector because, you know, it's all it's all about pride when you're on the field. You know, if I can go out and I can catch passes, run or whatever, but, you know, I get the greatest joy out of blocking for Curtis. And I, and that's no, that's not just me saying that. Oh, you know, I want everybody to like me because I'm unselfish, you know, like that. But I really enjoy, you know, seeing linebackers melt when they try to get to Curtis and they have to go through me. Yeah, they melt when you hit them. Uh, <laughs> Alec, do you have a question for Sam? Yeah. Um, how does it feel to block for one of the best running backs in the league? Great and easy. You know, <laughs> it's so easy to block for Curtis because he's so fast. And, you know, you know that when you throw a block for him, he's going to be right on you. And one of the good things I think about it is, is that he trusts me. You know, he trusts where I'm going to take him. You know, I take it upon myself to learn the game as best I can, you know, the game plan. And, you know, he trusts that when I go somewhere that I know exactly where I'm going. And, 
you know, Curtis is, he's a joy to block for, not only because he's such a great physical talent, but he's such a great person. There you go. I think Sam Gash, you can block for me any old time. We're going to take a break. <laughs> we'll be back with more of Kid Company Sports World after this.